All right, what's up, Huddle Crew? Welcome to to uh, Tice 2024. Thank you, Tice, for putting together a podcast booth for us. I know uh, this was just awesome. this is just for the huddle. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, this is pretty awesome. It's it's nice to have a place to uh, launch from on this one. We're going to be talking with multiple training entities uh, today. We're starting with Mr. Steve Abernathy, who's with WFCA and uh, director, I believe, at CFI. Is that correct? Or or uh, you might correct my title. That's CFI. pretty close. That's okay. Pretty close. All right. Yeah, I'm the uh, chief operating officer at the WFCA and uh, executive director of CFI as well. So, kind awesome. Of, kind of curious. Two hats there. That sense. Well, we thank you for your service. Uh, every single time we're on the podcast, we are promoting training. Uh, we believe one of our core beliefs here is, you know, that a well-trained installer is a better installer. A, we all, all three of us own flooring companies, and we've uh, we've witnessed it. Uh, first off, secondly. Um, you know, when you talk about the installer shortage and all this stuff, there's really only one way you can shortcut um, as you bring in new people. You can't you can't get better at anything without experience and education. That's the that's the two paths. They go hand in hand. That's yeah. right. You can't fast forward experience, but you can fast forward training. Right. You can go get your R one. Maybe you just got in it six months later. Go go. Do your R1, go back out in the field, work for a while, do your R2. So, um, you know, we, we're a big believer in training. Uh, you know, obviously, Go Carrera is all about ingesting these trainings and producing a hammer rating that's easy to understand for the uh, people out there looking for labor. All that being said, gentlemen, welcome. This is awesome. So, uh, as always, it's a pleasure. Steve, can you... Can you give us a bit of a background on CFI, kind of how we got here today, and then what what is CFI's vision on bringing in new uh, new people into the industry, but also like you know your core competencies being awesome at training. So uh, how does CFI continue that that legacy of being awesome at training? Great. Well, first of all, let me let me thank you guys for your support of installation training. I mean it's. It's a huge benefit to the industry for you to keep carrying that torch and involving us. Thank you for inviting us to come uh, on the podcast. Yeah, of course. It's a great honor for us to be on with you guys. It really is. I mean, we, we love the opportunity. We always uh, relish the opportunity to get to talk about what our passion is, and that is you know, an installation training with CFI. WFCA uh, got involved in CFI about nine years ago, close to nine years ago, in late, late 2015, early 2016, and uh, we purchased CFI at the time and uh, made it a division with WFCA, but WFCA had been involved in CFI for years and big years supporter. before that, big yeah. supporter. I mean, we were a huge supporter, and we had the opportunity to integrate that into WFCA as a, you know, as a division of WFCA, so we did that, and, you know, it's it's... It's one of the things that we have been committed with, not just of late, but for years on end. And we continue that commitment to it because we believe that it's important to the industry. And so, um, you know, we set out in that time frame to look at what, what would CFI do? What would it do differently? How would we, you know, manage the organization? How would we um, 
look at the strategic focus of it, um, we really broke it out into a couple of different tracks. Of course, CFI at its core is a training organization, but we also have a membership component of that, which is for us, it was just an astonishing thing to see the brotherhood of CFI when we first yeah. got exposed to it. I mean, sisterhood now as well. I mean, yeah. it's amazing how many, how many ladies we have coming into the organization. So it, it was just a it was a different feel than you know you normally see as like a big family and we really love that we want to try to keep that in the organization because i think that connection um to each other and that networking opportunity between the members of the organization is a key part of their experience with cfi and i think we want to we want to keep driving that so we are a membership organization and we are very appreciative and excited to engage with our members um, but our core, we are a training and certification organization. So we, we, we train, but we also believe strongly in certification. That certification is a key component. Um, because if you're going to train someone, um, you, you need the credentials to go along with that. Those credentials establish the fact that you have completed uh, a course of study. And that credential is the evidence to say that I am proficient. This. And I think that's a very important thing for an installer to have. So we believe not only in training, but we believe ultimately you should seek certification. Yeah, to, absolutely. To credential yourself. And so we do both of those. But there's two tracks of training that we do. The first track is what sort of the core of what CFI had done for years, and that is the training and certification of existing installers. So installers that have been in the field for some time, we would do continuing education type of training. We still do much of that yes. today, whether that be you know, for prep, whether that be um, specific you know skill sets by you know for carpet or whatever it may be, um, you know a heat welding class for resilient. You know, we just, there's 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 specific skill sets that continue to build that maybe we didn't have to start with, but you know then we also do certification courses where we do a, a certification training combination with getting some training and then they're testing for their certification mm -hmm. and of course that testing is a is a twofold test it's a written test for your knowledge but also a skills test which means hands test yeah you gotta demonstrate that you gotta show yeah, what you can do uh, before you get those credentials those credentials have to have integrity about them which means you've got to test you got to hold a standard by which that you issue those. So we have that track, which is the continuing education leading to certification. Of course, to get certification, we have a minimum two-year requirement to get your R1 or C1 carpet, for example. Um, and so you have to have that experience in the field, typically, to be able to sit for that certification test and go through that training. However, we begin another track, which is really um, sort of a trying to address the longer term need of the issue we have in the full The so labor shortage, right? The labor shortage. We yeah, I love what you guys are shortage. doing here yeah. with these uh, these introductory, bring them in, yep. short term uh, courses. I, my flooring company's had a few people go through the two week course. Yep. I mean, those kinds of things. I think that's where you're leading, right? Yes, that's exactly right. And what we did is, you know, we started that track of education which is designed for very, very entry level, no experience necessary, no, you can come right out of high school and go into those programs. And of course, we partnered with uh, FCEF, WFCA was instrumental in setting up FCEF, which is 
of the Forthcoming Education Foundation, which is helping fund that education. Yeah, Jim Aaron and Kate. You know, yeah, they're, they're great. Yeah, they're great. So we, we partnered with them and, and helped create that organization. And uh, so that we could have a means by which we could fund, you know, that education for them, because it it is an impediment, you know, for education. Education is not cheap. It's not free. You know. uh, somebody has to pay for it. Yeah, in that sense of the way. And this was a way for the industry to get involved in that. Of course, CFI was right there at the very beginning of it. But we we set up those courses. We have we have a now we have morphed into several different entry level courses to bring kids in either right out of high school or maybe if they want to change careers, they can get in there and learn it. Everything from a one-week introductory class to a two-week class, um, all the way up to we do a five-week course, which takes them from, you know, very, very basic skills that might be for a helper all the way to the point of installing flooring. And they can reach certification if they get 200 hours of um, education over five weeks. Um, that's quite a bit of that's quite a bit of class. That's a big training. And, it's a big and just, training. Just, just to clarify, uh, that five-week course, it doesn't mean you're going to come out, you know, blowing, blowing and going, to, yeah, time. trying to trying Not to kill all. a mall job. Or, but, yeah. but I think the kind of standard is you could go install a a, a hallway and two rooms off of it a couple, very know, efficiently. Three, you know, two or three, three bedrooms, bedrooms or something yeah. like that. No, it's still a Kickstarter. No, that's wonderful, but just to clarify. They are involved in five weeks of nothing but hands on oh, training, yeah. uh, paperwork, education. Like, I think we're going to have a couple of our guys that uh, have been uh, working for a little bit to do that because the time, yep. the time it saves us. Yep. But uh, I do like the way you're going, the, the path that this is all taken when you have this really core offering and now you're bringing in. Some more introductory courses because if we're going to attack this thing, uh, we got to have as many entry points into the industry as possible. And you got to you got to you got to minimize the barriers to entry. So you got to take away the maybe the the restraints or the, the things that might impede them from from getting involved. So if, if they can't take a five week course, they could take a one week. Or, or a two-week two week course, right? And then, and then that credits toward their five weeks of experience if they want to do that, or five weeks of uh, their five-week time. Right. Now, I think off, yeah. right now is a good time because you talk about installers, and we've been fighting for years to up the installer pay, right? So yep. the money is a huge deal in in training, and I think um, right now is, is good to talk about the FCEF and what they're doing right now with the 100 and 100. So there is a promotion running right now with the Full Covering Education Foundation so that um, for 100 days we were going to scholarship 100, the first 100 students to apply and get approved for scholarship uh, in this period of time we're in right now. It runs till about the 9th of March, uh, March right? I believe. Is the end of that, yeah. And so they would be able to get 100%, which is it's normally 50%. So during that promotion, they can get 100% coverage on the cost of the course, as long as it's $2,500, which is their limit. Um, so we structure a series of one and two week courses that would fit into that to be able to allow the students to come in and get 100% scholarship. So that, that's awesome. Typical, that's awesome that you guys did that yeah. because, you know, like I said, the cost is huge when you're talking yeah. about installers. and. Especially when they're they're entry level, when they may be coming right out of high school and not have those funds. That's right. So that's 
so it's 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 a good program, a great program. We're very excited about that. We have uh, I can't remember off the top of my head how many we've already had to go through that, but we are we are um, continuing to add students to that, continuing to add locations to that. But the one and two week classes are are a little bit more bite sized for them, and they can get started. I will tell you this: in two weeks' time, for sure, we can create a pretty a pretty good help in that time frame. That has, I mean, you think about it. I mean, that's in two weeks' time, you're getting eighty hours. Of I can attest in you two can, week. You can get in two weeks' time. You can get to the helper level, much much higher level, probably a year's worth of experience or more. A helper in two weeks if they're intensely being trained for that two weeks. They yeah. learn the trade, they learn the tools, they learn some of the techniques, they learn, you know, the terminology, all of those things, and they get the safety side of it. You get those first two weeks out there, now you've got a helper that you can place in the field, and they can start getting experience, as you said. You can you can accelerate the education, you can't accelerate the experience. That's right. Said. They still got to get that experience. But it's a good start uh, for those. Yeah, and for all the companies out there, look, uh, here, here's the deal. I like the two-week course because yeah. it gives us something uh, to get a, a real feel for. So when we had uh, several guys go through one of the two-week courses, guys from completely different industries, and we set up this uh, program at the flooring company I own uh, where we would pay for their two weeks of being there, their right. salary or right. their, their wages for those two weeks, as long as they completed the course and was there all every day, and then um, that would be written as a loan to them. If they stayed at the company sure. for uh, six months, then the loans were given in six yeah. months. And we got two of them out of that deal, but it's great. But what really uh, the reason I like the two week, the reason I mentioned that is at two weeks, I was able to talk to the instructor a little bit and 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 garnered like where they one week seemed a little tight. They were, they were like, he seems pretty good, but, you know, that second week, I was able to get real good feedback. It's like, yeah, this guy's actually, you know, you, you definitely want to hire him and, and keep exactly. him on. So you get two weeks seems to be that freaking sweet spot for it these is. entries. It is. And, and, you know, you think about it. In one week's time, you probably figure out whether this is for me or not <laughs> in the first week. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is why the third guy uh, <laughs> started flaking off in week two. <laughs> The second week, you know, you figure that out and you really start to get serious about the trade. And you get serious about, hey, this could be a future. And it can be a future. It's a phenomenal future, as you guys know. I mean, the that's where we all started. That's so. where we all started. And the work is there. The career is there. The career path is there. And I think that's one of the things we've been challenged with is communicating that career path. What is it? You come in and, you know, you're not going to be on your knees forever. Look like what you guys are doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. even if you, um, you know, I, I enjoy getting back down there every yeah, now and again. Yeah. I, I mean, it's I way easier. I'll always say that. It's there, way easier. There, there's a lot of benefits to in to the mindset yeah. that you got to be in the office and doing, yeah. you know, business stuff. Uh, I, I love the just engagement into the product and yeah. stuff when I, when I get the chance to install. You know, earlier when the panel was on, on the Tice stage, Jen said something, uh, you know, about the free installation that a lot of the, um, you know, big boxes are pushed. Um, I, I don't know what can be done on in the industry level. These are private or publicly held companies that have their own own yeah. methods of sales. But do. to the, you know, if you're out there and you are thinking about getting 
you know, flooring for your house, I promise you those it guys not are not hard. working for free. No. So <laughs> it's a gimmick. Quit falling for it. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I know that, that each retailer, you know, makes decisions on how they how they go to market and how they yeah. price things and things like that. But it does somewhat um, diminish or minimize the value of installation in the sales, you know, in the whole sales process. Well, the, the people do the it. Yeah. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is the most important thing is the installation. Yeah, I mean, sure, you gotta have great product. Don't, don't, but great product is nothing. It's this in a box. Yeah, the experience of this is in my house. That's on my floor. That's the install. Well, I've heard it and, said, you know, a great product installed by a bad installer right. or having a bad install. Yep. You know, that's horrific. But yeah. a, a inferior product installed by a great installer, and you still can end up with a good floor. That's exactly like right. that's how important installation is. Yeah. So we're we're trying to get that message out, and um, you know, twenty. I'll just mention this: twenty twenty three for us was a phenomenal year. We had a record year in twenty twenty three with uh, twenty twenty three with CFI. And we had a, our our membership growth was staggering. Attendance was up at the last. Our attendance and, and just the whole buzz at convention was phenomenal. That was great. So it was one of the best conventions we've had in decades. Uh, that's the message that I got. Um, but. The most important was training, and we we grew training last year in a huge way. And you know we're coming off of that momentum in twenty three, and we're going to be pushing hard for twenty four. We are amping up our schedule of training, um, yeah, and the thing about it, we're talking about two week courses. The two week courses, the five week courses, the one week courses, the certifications, we bring them to the market. In other words, we come to where the students are. So we, we we really want to partner with retailers and dealers and distributors in those marketplaces to establish training. So I, have a, I have a question on that. Yeah. Right? And for, for any of the retail stores or any of the companies that are interested in hosting one of these trainings, whether it's the two week or the five week, are are these uh, are these classes that would be kind of tailored to what they're looking for as far as uh, installation needs, commercial or residential, or is it going to be kind of a, a cookie cutter template and and maybe some room for adjustment to yeah, we, customize it? We, we certainly want to meet the needs of the partner that we're, that's hosting us. If we are partnering with a retailer and they have a specific need, we will we will bring that need to them. Um, we have a catalog, quite extensive catalog, of all kinds of training from every product category to residential and commercial at all levels of the uh, the experience side of it. So we can, we can, we have something that would fit just about every need out there. If there's something specific they, they want training on, um, that's not a problem. We've got a lot of highly. But you do have to have a system, ties. I mean, sure, you got, you sure. got to have you a standardized have curriculum. Yeah, there is a standardized And you, you got to have yeah. that stuff. And then you can maybe have some add ons or we whatever. Yeah. Right. We can bring this into it and supplement it. And we can absolutely do that because. You know, we've got we've got a network of trainers that are second to none. I mean, yeah, they're, just, they're the best in the business, and um, very proud of them. I'm very thankful for their help. Well, they're as we're as we're them. as we're nearing our time here, I want to give you a chance to like tell us, new guys watching, yeah. how, how do we get? How does a new guy and, and maybe like the guys I sent to the two week course? They weren't out of high school, but they were in a whole different trade. So, sure. Sure. how do That's we get involved? Fun. What's the lowest barrier of entry for me to get, hey, I want to be in flooring. What's my next step? So the 
the first step would be to go to, to our website. So we keep everything on the website, all of our schedules are out there, information about the classes, our catalogs are out there. So if I'm an entry-level installer looking to get into the trade, I would uh, first go to our website, cfiinstallers.org. And um, at that website, you'll see a schedule of our events, descriptions of all those courses. You would want to look for the one or two week, one, two or five week entry level courses. And we host those as I say, all around the country at various times. And sign up for one of those. That'll get you started. That'll get you into the trade. And you just go beyond that, you know, once you get in the door. Um, I will say this, we also have generally no problems placing people into jobs. I mean, this is, this is not hard to get a job in this industry right now. Yeah. And if you can get that education, it's sort of your ticket into the door for, you know, to differentiate you from somebody just walking off the street that has no education whatsoever. You go in and say, hey, I've been through this course. So that entry-level course, you'll find them on our website. As I said, we host them in, in various places. It's like the appetizer. Yeah, I mean, figure, <laughs> figure out if you want to be yep. in the business, you know, start yep. off with that one, two, five-week course, Absolutely. you know, wet your whistle and figure out if flooring's for yeah. you. Because yeah. we're not acting like every single person that wants to be in the trades is going to find flooring appealing. But I loved it. Right. 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 You loved it. Yeah. You loved it. I mean, we're out there. We just yeah. got to get them connected. Get that appetizer in you, and then well, you know, get placed with the company and, and continue your education. It's remarkable how many kids coming out of high school don't realize this is a career opportunity. Yeah, they just don't realize it's, it's there. But if we can educate them, and that's what FCEF is trying to do, is trying to educate them about the opportunities in flooring, and uh, show if we can show them, um, you know, how how good a career this can be. Uh, it's a professional career. Yeah. And if they approach it professionally. And, and that includes education. And leave the limited mindset away. And I'm going to say something here just super quick. Yeah. You know the value, if you take the all the square footage sold, flooring seems small because we're all just in this group together and right. we love each other, whatever, yeah. right? There's $40 billion of labor value done every year. That's right. That's right. $40 billion of flooring labor value every single year. So the opportunity is there. And if you're wanting to get involved in a trade where you really want to show your hand skills and you enjoy like stepping back and seeing that finished product, that was my reward. I know we talked about this on, yo, there's so much satisfaction in that. Uh, I, I challenge anybody to find a trade that, that requires more hand skills. Um, this is the place for you. So go to cfiinstallers.org. Yep. And I'm sure we po- we popped yep. up that yep. on our on our live stream here. You could also give us a call, too. Yeah, or we just give a, a call. Pick up the old phone. We'll talk to you all about it and uh, tell you where you can get trained and where you can come into this career. Yeah, let's get going, process. guys. Uh, hey, again, we appreciate CFI, installers.org. Steve, thanks for joining us today. You're being so patient. Yeah, yeah. our technical difficulties. We got no the problem. tech figured out. Now. It's my fault. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Steve. So, Mr. Uh, who we got next? Paul. I think we got Mr. Paul Pleachek stepping up to the plate. Paul, Paul, Paul. Mr. Houdini himself. Just one minute. Go on the next. Hello. 
Yeah, you don't get to say any dirty jokes, Paul. We're live the entire uh, process here. So uh, he's we'll probably delayed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he does? He probably has the best voice for this. I don't know. Before I'm going to sit Well, it's that Wisconsin accent. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Well, I'll remind We're everybody, right next door, eat so. the mic, and yeah. let's um, let's get going. Paul, welcome. Uh, I I think that you've uh, been seen the huddle before. Have you been on yet? Have we had you on yet? No, I was looking forward to it. I enjoyed talking to you guys. Nice meeting your mom last night, by the way. Yeah. I was a while ago. But... Uh, she's probably driving around. Yeah, she's driving around, around uh, Mingo. Yeah. Learned what a chunk was. Well, welcome. Chunk All right. Well, welcome to the huddle, man. Um, today's episode is all about training. Like, if you have uh, not been on the huddle, but if you've watched the huddle at all, this is a staple of us. We believe in training. We believe in uh, the fact is is that we know that uncles train nephews. To us, that doesn't eliminate the need for standardized uh, training and um, meeting the industry standard when it comes to that. So welcome and thank you for coming. I want to get your feedback on what we were talking about a little bit earlier about bringing the new guys in and, and what uh, the NF, NAFCT's <laughs> approach is to, uh, you know, given the lowest barrier of entry uh, for these new guys who are and, and gals looking to get into this industry. Yeah, well, we've really approached the industry as that in order to have a successful installation, you really have to start with something. Bottom line is that if you don't have that perfect base to start with. You're going to have an excellent hand skills, you can be an excellent installer, but at the end of the day, the likelihood of that being a successful installation is pretty low. So we started with that. Our education overall is very incremental. So on the resilient side, for example, you have to come in and take the self-core course in order to go and take the uh, LPT course, the modular resilient course. Um, then you move on to the secrets course and well, flash code and work your way through that industry on that side of it incrementally. So you can grow, like we talked about, everybody will talk about career path. Where do you go when you get into this industry? And I think that really what we've tried to focus on with most of our um, efforts to bring people into the industry is to make education an expectation. Right? I think when you look at installation, if the perception of it is that it's just a labor job, it's, you know, in the category <laughs> with, uh, and roofing and drywall and painting, then what's the what's your career path with that? In my opinion, it's absolutely not. It's a skilled trade working with tens of thousands of dollars worth of material. If you make a mistake, it's going to cost you a lot of money. If you don't do it right, and on top of that, you're a craftsman, right? Yeah. You put that flooring in and you put that flooring in well, it takes skill to do it properly. So absolutely. And a lot of knowledge, too, right? Like that, that's, a, that's a discredit uh, to the flooring industry is that we have to be scientists as well. We have to understand, and this is probably geared more towards commercials, we have to understand the science behind the lot. And what you said, the subfloor, right? Start with a strong foundation. That's, that's, that's everything. That's, and you don't build a, a house on a strong foundation, it's going to fall over. Right? Right. And that, that's kind of what the NAFCT is looking at. You got you to gotta start at that base and work up. And looking at the subfloor, it's where everyone has to start. Yeah. And I remember when, when the class became public and it came out and we had a conversation, we were like, we started totally backwards. We started at the top and working our way down. And it was like, no, but this, you know, the, the, the pre, it, 
being required as a prerequisite to the, the, the resilient class. Like, there's like, well, it makes sense. Resilience about the <laughs> most, uh, you know, the most, uh, let me say the least tolerant or most temperamental when it comes yeah. to uh, subfloor, uh, you know, discrepancies and issues. So, absolutely. And we've, we've also tried to bring in some more uh, specialized areas within the industry. Uh, some people know may as well know it's in here, but we'll very, very shortly we'll have a moisture mitigation certification. So for concrete subfloors, when you got it, had them tested, they failed, what do you do now? Yeah. There are so many options out there, and there's so many ways to address that. Uh, we put together a class that's going to teach how to identify the best process for any given failure and for the floor covering you're putting on. But there's a difference between you know what you're going to do underneath a, a vinyl floor versus a carpet, for example. Yeah. So that next certification, that'll be out shortly. That'll be delivered by our education partners, uh, our National Bay and Lake Yeah, let's walk through that a little bit. Tell us about your approach to uh, the education and how you guys uh, go about your trainings and certifications and uh, curriculum building. I mean, what's your what's your what's the NASCT's approach with that? So one of the things that we identified early on and known growing in the industry. With the co-founder, uh, I'm a co-founder with uh, Sunny Calvin. We got together we were working in uh, an educational business doing training, and we decided to turn it into an association. So we co-founded the NAFCT, National Association for Covering Technicians. But what we identified in all of our work, you know, between the two of us, we worked with and served on boards for, committees for, seven or eight different industry associations. And we worked with a lot of manufacturers. We've seen how much that manufacturer training was truly technical in nature with the sales aspect, mm -hmm. right? It wasn't a sales training with a little bit of technical. These were classes that we were going to that were excellent. But at the end of the day, you couldn't get any sort of credential for it. You couldn't get any sort of uh, thing you put on your business card or on your website that showed that you knew how to work with a floor cover or something. So we went to... Uh, God forgive me if I'm forgetting any of them. But we went to Mapay, Ardex, Sonax, Beta Creek, and Ovacle, and IC Logic. And we brought them all together and we put together the subcontract. So now, as our educational partners, now all of those companies can go teach the exact same program across the board. So it's all standardized when they give that program. But we do also give them the room to be able to say, okay, well, we're talking about self-levelers. Well, here's ours. Yeah. Right? Well, that makes that. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Give them the ability to do a product, um, uh, I won't say demonstration, but a product uh, placement yeah, while they're that. doing the education. Right. And you guys are bringing in a lot of manufacturers. And I think that's one of the things that people look at is... Why would I go get certified over here and pay this money when this certain manufacturer has a training that I can go do? And sometimes they are free, right? I mean, most manufacturers offer the free training, but when you bring in a, a, <laughs> when you bring in a handful of manufacturers and it's recognized by all of them, because you know a, a sheet vinyl, for instance, can be translated through different manufacturers. You know, the adhesive is different, the notch is different. But the installation method is the same. And to put something together like that that is recognized by many manufacturers is, is pretty awesome, I think. Yeah. It's a unique approach. And um, the more, the merrier. Absolutely. Right. And and these are um, 
niche trainings, like I say niche, I mean, we're talking sheet vinyl. If you're in healthcare, it's like the product. But what I'm getting at is uh, generalized training is your subfloor. And then you build upon that. You yep. want your modular uh, resilient training, boom. You want to do, do – now, do you require that before you do the sheet goods? Yeah. Okay. Yes. You, you have to have that subfloor for everything. No, no, no. I meant do you have to do the modular resilient training to do uh, sheet goods? No. It's probably best. So, just so, uh, so, FYI. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I'm just curious. There's yeah, levels to the yeah, yeah, right? There's yeah, definitely yeah. levels to it. And, and right. One would make the other one easier if you had some basic knowledge and then graduating to the next difficulty you have. You do have to be experienced in the industry and take the sheet goods course. not going to walk in there for <laughs> a new. Uh, so you've had to have some time working with it. Um, we'd recommend it, but the more important thing to us with the sheet goods work is that you've got some experience in that arena and you understand what the tools are, and, you know, what you're doing. You can ask Andrew. Yeah. Well, we know you, you know, got a great trainer. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. Um, Divergent, that's the one I Divergent. Hey, hey, Sorry, I'll give you a shout out, Sonny. I mean, Paul, the other Paul. No, just kidding. Um, so, what's the easiest way for like people to get involved? If 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 I'm brand new to the industry, I don't have to be high schooler, but I'm I'm in a different industry, and I'm looking up trainings and flooring or flooring career. Uh, how does the NASCT come into play to kind of yank those uh, opportunities out of the market? So if somebody's looking into flooring as a business, and like I said, I think that uh, one of the biggest things that we can do to draw people in is to really capture the image of the industry. I mean, not the image, the perception. Yeah, the perception. I think we're working really hard on that but in, in, in an effort to try to reach people. I think we've got more modern approach to it. So our self-portals, for example, that's six hours of online training on one day in person. You know, so we're trying to make it so that it's I grew up, there wasn't any such thing as online training, but I think everybody that comes into an industry has an expectation that that's something to do. I also think that if an industry looks antiquated, that is kind of a turn-off to people that are looking for a new industry to come into. So they're looking for, for cutting-edge devices uh, and they're looking for... Technology, uh, work on their yeah. phone, go Carrera. Um, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Yeah, trying to look. These, this generation, if we're talking about the youth, they have literally—they're the first generation, I believe that they were—they were born with a phone born in their hand, with the phone, with internet access, with like high-speed internet right. access uh, on your computer device, in your like, pocket. Yes. So it only makes sense that you have to have a modern approach to the way you reach out to them, the way you train. So I like that. Absolutely. Um, we're really working hard to make sure that uh, we're accessible in every way, shape, and form. We try to make sure that our flight classes are affordable. We try to keep the price down that ourselves for a course is $100. And it's, it's a great course. Well, we've talked about it plenty of time. $100 to give yourself a great foundation, a great start. Dude, that's worth it if, you, if you're just uh, uh, thinking about doing your kitchen by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So, yeah, we approach with that. We're also trying to get people 
Yeah, let's go. That's our next topic. Uh, but we're trying to pull people in. We're trying to have affordable education. It's also where we can bring people together and network and work together. You know, there's so many excellent organizations. Uh, we're, we're working on pursuing a conversation that will start it at FCI, FCICA. FCICA. CFI. There's a lot of acronyms uh, in this business, you guys, yeah. so sorry if it's a little confusing. Yeah. And uh, Wagner Meter just commenting on, on the post, too, to, to get over here to the summit. So we appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, well, Jason could just come and step all right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get to the summit. So tell us a little bit about the summit. The summit's, uh, you know, more training, installer-focused. Um, give us a little bit about how that came to be and uh, what 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 can we expect out of the summit? Because we're going to be there. One of the things I love right now going on in the industry, there's a lot of uh, areas where everybody's trying to cooperate, right? We brought up FCICA and CFI. They brought that up right away. Um, they just had their convention together last year. Uh, we're working with um, uh, Robert Barton as well as uh, Unite. So we're joining together to put together the summit. And so we just put together a new education. We're going to have a half a day of a training show. Uh, it's our first one, so you know. Hey, got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. Uh, we actually already have the dates planned, same for next year. So okay, so oh, wait, I wanted another announcement. There you go. You get <laughs> your scoops today. Um, but yeah, we got. Uh, so I've got the list here, so I don't forget anybody this time. But we've got presentations. We've got concrete overview, mixed designs with uh, Dean Kraft, Dean Kraft from Island. Told more about concrete than I've uh, ever known. <laughs> Uh, we've got Seth Kabarnik talking about causes and remedies of concrete slab imperfections going back to South Forest. Seth with Ardex, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, we got Lee Phillips. I think one of the, he's from uh, professional testing down in Dalton. He's going to come and give a presentation. Right now, with so much uh, vinyl product that's out there, there's not really, you know, even through inspections, if you go and you have a piece of material and you can't find any installation or site related issues with it, doesn't always necessarily mean the product's bad, you still have to send it for testing. So I think we'll have him talking a lot about what kind of tests you can do on vinyl to find out if it's within manufacturers. So are these seminars? These Will these be like uh, seminar kind of classroom uh, settings? Yeah, classroom setting, okay. Yeah. Uh, Sonny Callahan to talk about ASTM. We got uh, Scott Panda talking about floor cloud and uh, Robert Barton talking about seaming. Awesome. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, uh, substrate flooring failures with Lou Miglior. That's going to be a new angle if you ever met Lou Miglior. Yeah, Lou's awesome. He's a wealth of information and uh, not afraid to talk about things that are sometimes uh, taboo to talk about in the industry. So, yeah, and that's what we're all about. Amen. Yeah. I get Lou's report, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like a fountain of knowledge is going to yeah, be available for everyone. A lot, a lot of conversation. Come join in on that conversation. The, the more voices we can get, you know, the, the better. And that's what this podcast is, is built on. It's the, the voice of the installer. You know, we're not going to be quiet anymore. Let's, uh, let's kind of disrupt the industry and ask these hard questions, especially when the manufacturers are going to be there. Let's, let's see what they have to say. Yeah, let's do it. So it's going to be in, in Dalton, correct? February 22nd and 23rd. Well, we, we, we look forward to that, Paul, and thanks for, for coming on with us today. Thank you all for having me. Awesome. Thanks, Paul.
All right. Out with the second Paul. In with CJ. Hi. Hi, CJ. How's it going? It's going fantastic. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So CJ is with the FCICA, and we'll let you tell us what that means. <laughs> <laughs> the Floor Covering Installation Contractors Association is what it stands for. Uh, and our tagline is um, the flooring contractors. So, Yeah, so uh, heavy um, focus on commercial floor covering contractors and how they can improve their business and, and, and um, you know, be so more successful in the marketplace. Yep. Um, how do you guys look at installation training and the, the things going on? How, how do you guys get involved with that? Um, so we obviously we're doing a lot of industry partnerships and supporting installation training. We've um, last year, last fall, we did our first joint convention with CFI. Um, and we're doing it again this year. That was a, a great conference. There. Make sure you come this year. Uh, it's going to be starting October 1st uh, back at the Rose and Shingle Creek in Orlando. Great place. It is, yeah. It's really hot. <laughs> but in October, it's better. Yeah, it is. Um, and yeah, so we're going to be doing it again this year. Um, that's kind of a big change we made supporting installation training. Yeah. Well, I knew the answer, obviously, because I was at FCICA <laughs> yeah. and CFI, but uh, you guys teaming up with CFI, um, to me, that all that can do is improve your current members and their businesses. We all rely on labor to, to you know, get our, our products down. Right. We're really good at selling stuff, and we're really good at, like, talking to designers and, and scheduling stuff with general contractors, but... We are all limited by what we can get installed in a professional manner. So I love that the FCICA teamed up with CFI and did that joint convention. It was meant to be. It was, it was so fun. It was. And kind of like what Paul was getting at earlier, right? You're looking at the evolution of a career and how an installer can have their career, you know, the, the next step. What is the next step? And I think um, the FCICA is paramount in that, especially with the SIM program. Um, I went through it. He went through it. Paul's about to go through it at some point. I will, I promise. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, you know, if we talk about that, that career evolution, and I think that's where CFI or SEICA comes in with CFI. It's, you know, you start out as an installer and you have to see the progression of a career. And I think that's where you guys come in. Yeah, definitely. And just a little plug for, for that is that is actually where, where Paul and I met. So this relationship and this podcast actually came about because of Well, I, I think technically we, we met here at Ties, but that's where you guys kind of connected. Yeah. 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 FCICA. Yeah. So FCICA's uh, has a mid-year convention. Mm -hmm. And so that will, the, will there be just an FCICA convention this year and, yeah. and the joint convention, or is it just? Yeah. So we're going to do... Um, we're flopping our normal time of year as far as convention. So typically FCICA's convention is in March. And then the mid-year meeting, which is um, similar format with like education and product demos, but not a trade show and with a plant tour instead, um, it's usually in the fall. So we're kind of, we're flopping that now. So this year we have our March, we're calling it our spring mid-year meeting. And then next year maybe we'll drop the mid-year. It's not really yeah. midway for the year. Um, 
So that's in Dalton. And so that will be, we have um, some great education sessions lined up, some product demos, and then we'll be touring um, a shot in Mohawk plant while we're there. Gotcha. What's it, uh, what do you, what do you think about all of the um, talks? Did you happen to pick up or, or um, uh, catch the uh, panel earlier that was on stage? No, I okay. didn't. It was really good. I, you know, the, the whole training thing, because here on the huddle, I mean, we, we talk about it. If you've caught any of our episodes, we talk about it constantly. Uh, I'm a floor covering contractor. I own a flooring company, as you know, back in Wichita, we're a member of FCICA. We've got guys that we've sent through uh, CFI's trainings and even had some SIM guys go through uh, for our managers. It's all education, but the real challenge that seems to be, you know, being cried from the mountains is not just, we've heard installation shortage forever, but it seems like stuff is happening and things are starting to actually take hold. Uh, Steve Abernathy earlier was talking about how 2023 was a paramount year for them. They, they trained more people, they got more members. What What is FCICA's role in not just teaming up with CFI, but how, I, I know some of the answers to this, but how, how do you guys, you guys encourage your your, your uh, members to hire trained guys and, and, and sit, if you have in-house employee installers, send them to training and things like that. Do you have education sessions around or planned for your flooring contractors to like really engage? Because I think that's the rally cries, like the flooring contractors and the retailers need to get engaged with these training entities right. to start supporting the FCEF and these other uh, efforts out there and send your people to the training. That's what helps with the yeah. training industry right yeah. so what's your guys approach you got any plans for the mid-year actually one of our education sessions at the mid-year meeting is recruiting and retaining there you go. employees and installers and um another entity that we work with another industry partner is install um and they um speak the cool with install is helping um write the or helping with the content for that education session um as well as some of our other um no, yeah, you guys also, just to make sure that this gets covered, give, um, you have some free resources for your members to properly train their installers in-house even, some curriculum stuff. I know I've gotten some of it, like some of the flooring um, installation training uh, curriculum yeah. that you can self, and I mean, if you're not going to do any, if you're not going to go to the training entities, that was, that's how I kind of took that, but it's still about training the installer, right? Yeah, that's fit. Are you yeah, talking about the fit, fit program? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's our, it's like a in-house training program. So it has this kind of like a team retainer and you can train the employees using your materials, um, or like train the installer using whatever materials that they'll be using on the job. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today. Um, do you have, when is the next convention and how do, uh, foreign contractors that have not engaged with the FCICA. And one other thing too is uh, they said don't forget about the next meeting, regional meeting, February 16th. Yeah, February 16th in Stockton, California at Arbex. Um, and Wagner Meters, I don't know if Jason commented that, he's, he doing, he's doing one of the education sessions there. It's on um, like subfloor prep and moisture mitigation. So FCICA, we started doing regional meetings um, after COVID 
in between our large in-person meetings to get our, our members together in person in the working room throughout the year. So they're free to members and non-members. Wow. Um, yeah. And awesome. Yeah, hosted at different facilities. So February 16th in Stockton, California, if anyone is available to go, it's uh, a one-day, like, nine-to-three um, type of training. And, yeah, that'll be great. And then we have um, the mid-year meeting coming up in Dalton. But for the two days before the mid-year meeting, we're going to be doing a two days to SIM. So if anyone would like to send people through an in-person SIM, you both did your SIMs in person. Yeah. Um, he did it when it was three days. Yeah. I got lucky and waited till it was two. That's probably because of the evolution again, right? Like yeah, it's the evolution of everything. Get people who are a little bit smarter. They don't need three days. Yeah, we have another two days to sim in New Jersey in April. So, all right. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Website. Yeah. So, we have all our info. And what's the website? FCICA.com. That's easy, folks. FCICA.com. CJ, thanks for yep. joining us Thank today. You, I appreciate it. And thanks uh, yeah. yeah, thanks for your patience. Anytime. Yeah, they they can all come come right here. They can set up some chairs and stuff. As long as they don't mind being on camera. What's up, Carlos? What you guys doing? Dude, you're the first one here. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. That's all right. We had a couple technical difficulties at the beginning, but... Uh, it's my fault. I'll take the blame yeah. again. Well, th thanks for coming. Welcome to the huddle. Carlos, we've been talking about getting him on for a while now, and uh, he's just a busy guy. So, Carlos is with the NFACP or ACAP. Yep, NFCAP. 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 No cap, though. Carlos, uh, welcome, man. Um, I've talked to you a little bit, gotten to know a little bit about what you guys do. Yeah. Tell tell the audience, uh, what is NFCAP? I'm going to use that from now on, by the way. Uh, yeah, so so tell me about your approach to training. What's, your, what, what, what's, what's going on what over there? About? What are you about? Well, what are you about? You know, in, in our industry, with the way that we see ourselves is we're more of a feeder. Um, you know, we're out there looking for the next generation and tapping to a youth that Monday, you know what they want to do in life. So we present them in the flooring industry. You know, we do like a week intro to flooring, maybe carpet, tile, flip flooring, resilient. And then from there, they change if they want to do one of those, those routes. And some they say, no, I don't want to do this. And I'm going to be like, going to be a farmer. So we're kind of helping them out make a decision in life. Um, then after that, we find a local contractor that wants to, you know, hire an apprentice and follow the standards. Yeah. Um, and just keep training them for the next three to four years. That can be their, you know, lead installer, training man, or they can transition to sales or marketing one day. Well, you never know, right? Or, so, yeah, we, know, or owner. Or owner. Yeah, right? or an owner. It, yes. that, I, I know they want, some of them here want to be their own flooring contractor, have their own company. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Well, and all of us started at the, at, at at, the as an installer. I was, I was a helper bottom. and moved on. I became, you know, the best at sheet vinyl. No, I mean, I, I was a helper and I fell in love with, you know, we did a lot of hospital work. So I fell in love with flash code sheet vinyl and that's where I ended up getting my certifications. I know this man's the same kind of path in love. This dude's a master of disaster and does all kinds of stuff. But, but the point is, is that there's, once you get a skill like that, 
it really gives you the confidence that you can go do whatever within this industry. But get that skill right, you know, get some years of installation under you, and then doors will open up. Absolutely, so. and I think one of the, the key things that I'm taking away from what we were talking about is that you actually give them oh, every segment of the industry, and you're like, do you like any of these ones? And then you give them that choice. It's either, yes, I like this one, let's specialize, or no, I don't like any of them. All right, let's see what other programs work for you. Correct. And, and we, we've got some communication, too. Like, I know that there's been a little bit of a gap in here, right? Like, fill this out, it's not working. But uh, um, we have talked about customizing. Like, hey, you called me and said, what is it do you need as a company? What would benefit your company the most from a training aspect and knowledge point if you were to have someone start tomorrow? What would you need them to know? What would you like them to know? Right. And, and being able to customize some of that, like you said, introduce them to all the disciplines and then have them pick their discipline because it suits them or they just love it. And uh, building on top of that, that's that's something different. That's, not a lot of people are doing something like that. That's, that's awesome if you guys have that in place. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of different approaches to training and, and placement. So you really need companies who need helper apprentices uh level people to engage with you and then you kind of match uh their need right like then you go out and you got some students with you here today i understand yeah we, we have some uh, can we bring them up yeah let's bring them all so Hey, you know what, bro? We're still all apprentices of life, man. So it doesn't even matter, right? We're still students. We're still learning. Again, can you uh, bring some chairs over? Oh, you gotta, you gotta ask Kevin. Ben, Ben left. Ben has left the building. It's Kevin now. So I think it's pretty awesome that you you brought the team with you, man. Because uh, looking back, like. A show like this can kind of change your mind to how big the industry is. Like everyone says that the flooring industry is very, very small, but big at the same time. And, yeah. you, and you kind of see that here where, I mean, you can walk from one side to the other a mile. And, and Dude, I got 10,000 steps by 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. He got here at 928. <laughs> All right. So uh, where's everybody from? San Angelo. How about you? From Mexico. Oh, what's your name? Kirsten Chavez. Mrs. Lopez, I'll leave it at that. Sorry, I'm not there. <laughs> These things make it hard. Hi. Oh, Andrea. Welcome. Brittany from Arlington. Jeremy from Texas as well. All right, so how how this all come to be? How are they in Vegas with you, man? They were the top students and showed commitment to the trade. And because they showed commitment, I want to show them the roadmap to our industry. It's not just being an installer, opportunity to go to different, you know, a lot of manufacturers here. I met a lot of technical reps who used to have their own flooring company and I work for a corporation. So that's something that I want them to see that there's a lot of opportunity in our industry. It is not, you're not just going to be installing flooring for the rest of your life. It's, it's not unless you want to. Yeah, yeah, unless you want to, because there's plenty of guys out there that, you know, 60, 70 years old that that we've known personally <laughs> that they're like, this is just what I like doing, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but, you know, but I, I do look forward to seeing uh, one, one day one of them hopefully compete in the competition here. Um, 
I'd like fine. to see all of them compete. Right. Yeah. What do you guys think about Crystal competing in the uh, the competition? You might want to move that microphone. You're rooting for her? Yeah. What are we? You got some her. fans, Crystal. So who, hey, you already had fans, but right? Who's Crystal? Uh, <laughs> that's baby sister. Yeah, so uh, I'm glad that everybody, you know, gets a chance to see, like, the youth coming in. That's what I think is special about what you're doing. Uh, however you're doing it, your secret sauce over there is awesome. I mean, all the profiles that I've looked at when you and I were talking, you, you tend to be able to attach yourself or attach an uh, FCAP to uh, the youth. That's important, right? Like, you don't have to um, – there's a lot of people that don't really know what path they're going to take when they get out of high school. And for you to be there or your organization to be there to help guide them along, dude, that is a, a piece of what's clearly missing. I mean, you know, Steve Abernathy kind of touched on it earlier as well. But committing to the youth. So what What if, kind of what does that look like to you guys? What attracted the youth and the diversity that you guys bring to the table, which I think is special? Yeah, um, I think one of our, one of our biggest you know, reasons why we, we could succeed is because uh, one of our partners is Job Corps. Okay. You know, Job Corps has like 121 locations nationwide. Um, and these students there, you know, taking carpentry or BC tools, which um, builders construction technology. And so what we do is we, we, we target them at the school. And for the following grade, and they come out to see some presentation from manufacturing uh, demonstration, and we do an application process, and they get interviewed. And the ones who really want to do it, you kind of tell as an interview, and they start the eight-week intro to the boring touch everything, and then we figure out if they really want to do this or not. And is this at a uh, given location, or do you do it at multiple places? How do you how do you operate that? Um, so they they went to Gary's job for which is in San Marcos, Texas. That's the first one we opened up about two years ago. Uh, but now we have uh, Dallas, which is in Texas, and we have San Francisco, which is in California. Those are our three locations we have right now. Um, but we're not planning to, to grow like those three locations. I think we want to do now is just go in, do a presentation, and be in the, in the, in the gym court, and then tell them, hey, we're going to do flooring. Um, come to the school in, in, um, in San Marcos and, and do flooring. So bring them from different parts of the country, and then send them back to that's awesome. Yeah, that's really, really cool. So um, what what uh, level or what time frame are, are your students in currently? Well, well you know. Um, and I should have let you just introduce them. Yeah. Then me, <laughs> me trying that weird, like, what's your name? And I can't hear them anyway because they got my dang headphones on. Like the ice cream. <laughs> uh, how, how long have you been working at Jane Artel? Eight months. Jane Artel with um, Harry. Oh, oh, oh that's cool. Yeah, she's good peeps, man. Real good peeps. And uh, how long have you been there? Eight months? Eight months. These two are currently still in school. They're going to graduate soon. They were playing in March. Um, she made the decision to take the wood route, and she made the decision to be a tile setter. We'll play some of the company that. Nobody wants to do resilient. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you look at social media, uh, a lot of the females. And it takes that detail. 
yeah, you know, it yeah. takes a, there's a the, detail there. Right. The, like the mosaics and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. the, the detail work and, and something like that. And I hope you guys go far in your career. Um, we talked about the evolution uh, of, of a career, and I hope you can see that here, how you, you're not going to be stuck. Um, learn as much as you can now to help you in your future later. And I, I commend Carlos and the program because right now, um, I mean, over across the nation, the flooring installer is fighting for a seat at the table, and you're presenting that, so thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, it's a great program, and thanks for, you know, like, reaching out. I think that, uh, you know, what I, I, I especially like about everything that we've done here today is that it's not about the manufacturer. We're at a trade show with the, the biggest manufacturers in the world, I know. and we're sitting here talking about you know, the most important part of all that yeah. in the world. But uh, it, is it, the, it, it is the labor and the training and the, the opportunities that you guys are providing. So It would be awesome really for, cool. to get these manufacturers involved in the, in the talking to you guys. We're like going to get there. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get there one day. We're going to get there. Great. We need that. Yeah. <laughs> but they're listening, too. They're listening, too, right? And, and their moves are probably way more strategic than ours, but we're, we're making moves. So. Yeah, we're throwing battle axes, and they got, <laughs> they got drawings out and planning, but that's all right. <laughs> So what's the um, what's next? What are you guys doing at the rest of the show here? Uh, we'll walk around and go to the competition, um, see a couple more, you know, manufacturers, use the tools. Yeah. We like tools. Love them. Uh, yeah, I know they want to go see some tools right now. Um, I don't blame you. And then from there we're gonna go eat. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank you for uh, thank you for being on today, man. We appreciate it. And thanks for always reaching out. I know you you're not a quiet one, so. <laughs> got to be loud to make some change, and that's what you're doing. No, I, I mean, I can't do it without you guys. Yeah, he's got a lot of fighting him, dude. I mean, he has a Scorpio. He's got an awesome birthday, too. So. <laughs> you guys have the same birthday? Yeah, you got the same birthday. <laughs> How'd you forget my birthday, man? <laughs> you didn't even text me, bro. I messaged you on the tip. <laughs> and you said, how do you know my birthday? Well, I looked uh, at your ID funny. like two years ago. <laughs> that's funny. All right, well, thanks for joining. And uh, it looks like we got one more. You guys enjoy the show. Ladies, have fun. I'm glad you guys uh, were able hey, to come here. Oh, hey, before down. you run, Carlos, what's the easiest way for a company yeah. that may want to get in touch with you? What's the easiest way? Uh, uh, outside of, like, Googling. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll give you my direct line. My phone number is 305-972-2232. We told you he's bold. <laughs> and we, we got the link oh, up right here, too. And guess what? You have no excuses anymore. You have his direct line. Yeah, so, Carlos, get ready for your phone to blow up. Yeah, you got to think about that. All right, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, brother. Whoopsie. <laughs> hey, I got you, Dion. Hey, thank you. Hey, made it. I made it. You actually been, you've been hovering Mr. around. Mr. Scott Banzer. Banda, Banda, Panda, Scott Banda. You got I, it, Paul. <laughs> I thought we were well, I fumbled established. every uh, everybody else's name. I figured yours is too easy. I got to fumble it somehow. So, okay. Well, welcome, attention. man. What's going on today? Uh, just uh, really chatting it up with a lot of people. That yeah, it's great. A lot of activity here. It's it's, it's great. It's busy, right? Yeah. It's been busier than uh, uh, the past years, honestly. I mean, so. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so Scott is with Floor Cloud. If you don't know about Floor Cloud, just a 
a quick overview and I'll let Scott take it from there. But Floor Cloud is basically a remote job site monitoring system and he'll give you more information here. But uh, instead of driving four hours to your job site to see what the site conditions are and see if the uh, you know concrete moisture is uh, within industry standards, you know, look up Floor Cloud and uh, they, you can get it right from your desktop. So Scott, welcome. Give us a little Thank bit you. of information, a little, little more detail than what I just did there on Floor sure. Cloud. Sure. So Floor Cloud, uh, it's a solution that we basically built for contractors, uh, small, large, medium, general contractors, really across all trades. Uh, we started the company focused on flooring because that's where my partner and I basically came out of. And uh, it allows contractors to remotely monitor their job sites. So you mentioned um, concrete moisture. That's uh, in partnership with Wagner Meters. Yep. Um, and those are the probes that are essentially monitoring the relative humidity in the slab as well as the slab temp. But we also have sensors that I have one here for you. But these these are um, basically sensors that go on the wall, and these measure ambient temperature, humidity, dew point, and track GPS location. So the concept here is that these are tracking site conditions and then every hour sending up data through the cellular network. So there's no Wi-Fi involved or looking for passwords or anything like that. And what we're doing is we're measuring the site conditions against the manufacturer's specifications. I think this is uh, just a jump in. This is where magic happens. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we have a database with over 10,000 products in there. What we, and those are the product specs. So for all your flooring products, your primers, self-leveling, underlayments, adhesives, what we're doing is we're comparing those site conditions against those specs. And if things go out of spec, uh, for example, if a, if a general contractor or building owner actually turned off controls, <laughs> and it got too hot, too that cold. That never happens. You guys probably yeah, have never, never seen that never. in your life, right? Um, you will get a notification, a push notification in real time. So the concept is that the contractor can take corrective action Mm -hmm. um, to avoid something really mushrooming into a big problem, you know, like bubbling, gapping, you know, all that stuff. You guys. Yeah, all the issues. Yeah. And you can save yourself some, some time driving out to a job site and tossing a probe into, or your reader into the Wagner probe to find out that yep. you are still not within no. tolerance. Yeah. Absolutely. Save yourself some time. Now, is, it, is, is this something that, like, you can keep in even after installation to monitor the... the Site still? Yeah, so um, not really on the Wagner side because once you cover yeah. up that, you're going to have issues with communication. Okay, because it's Bluetooth, right? Correct. Um, but with our sensors, you can still monitor the ambient conditions. And we have people doing that actually, where they'll keep them behind for a month or even a couple months um, just to really help again protect the contractor. I can tell you guys there's been a lot of situations where luckily a contractor will have these on there for another month. And then, for example, if a general contractor cools the building too quickly, um, well, we get notifications. We've been that. in a situation, you know, because we live in Michigan, where uh, we're running on temporary heat, and that's something what I was happens. Say. Temp heat. That's, yeah, that's the, the propane one. will run out. The, the electricity will run. Well, you know, a breaker will pop or something, and you got nothing. That's exactly right. So, and that that's normally what happens is we detect when that starts to change. We make it very easy for the contractor, our contractor, to share the data with just a click of a button. They can share a graph with an industry or an owner, and the information comes over very professional and, and very, you know, detailed. So it's really not questioned. And then um, corrective action can be taken on behalf of GC or the owner. They get in there and they'll 
fix the situation because no one really wants to have warranty problems. And that's not at all. That's well, and, and they don't have to take your your word for it. Correct. This is what happens yeah. sometimes, right? You're out on a job site, you say your your moisture's high, and they or or there's a you know you you think the uh, uh, temperatures out of whack or the humidity's too high or whatever the site condition may be. The GC, a lot of times, we it's ran fine. in, oh, it's all right, are you sure, blah, 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 blah. No, or, we don't turn it off on the weekends. <laughs> or or I, I, I thought it was this or that or the other. It just takes a lot of the guesswork out of it, I think. Uh, that's one of the things I see a huge value. That, and obviously, automatically, if you feed your, your software what products you have, it'll tell you, uh, I believe it tells you in a red light or something uh, uh, a signal so, something that, real easy yeah, to read yeah, yeah. they're very easy. That, that hey this product is outside of uh, or the site conditions are outside this product's uh, recommended level yep. yeah that's that's freaking cool yeah so, ba so basically what we're, we're talking about here is uh is protection on all sides right now you're, you're you're protecting the integrity of the product you're protecting the installer because you have the information uh, you're protecting the end user so that way their product doesn't fail essentially exactly. um and uh science doesn't lie Science that. doesn't lie. We, we, we need him on our uh, yeah website saying yeah. that exact comment. But that's exactly. Oh, we, we can right. talk about that right after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's right. So, and, and this is me probably going off, but like uh, this would be beneficial. Like I know this is geared towards commercial, but it almost be beneficial towards like a large wood project for a custom wood job. Oh, I home. can't imagine it wouldn't be beneficial in a home no. even with the. Yeah, yeah. For, for an end user who's got to keep uh, you know, the RH in the home uh, within certain parameters in order for their floor to perform well. Yeah, you're exactly right. We're actually involved with the NWFA and we have customized a couple I'm always uh, late features. with the good ideas, man. I'm always late. <laughs> right on. And um, we're we're now, we really started focused on the more uh, commercial focused mm -hmm. contractors, but uh, things are really rolling out well there. So now we're really going into more residential as well because, you know, there's a lot of luxury vinyl plank and, and wood going into homes all yeah. the time. Yeah. Same I problem. mean, site, a site is a site. Yeah, exactly. And the conditions re that, uh, that are needed for these floorings are, I mean, it doesn't matter <laughs> if it's a commercial building yeah. or a, a house. Exactly. Still needs it. Exactly. Yep. You know, and, and that's where it goes like, um, this is going to help people understand that Manufacturer requirements really are like are recommendations that really are recommendations. Yeah, these requirements. Are, yeah, let's call they them are. requirements. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, then your your claim what, will get denied if it's not within the recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just a recommendation. It's just it's suggested. Yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah. So no, so uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I talked to you, talked to you a, a little bit earlier, right? Yeah. And, and I don't know to you what size of a company would utilize this best or what's geared for as far as uh, um, the type of company but it almost sounds like if you're not investing into it you're not really protecting yourself um and not to like put a plug in for you like that but with the whole science doesn't lie thing like that that is uh that is something that uh probably should be talked about a little bit more and it, yeah bring the bring to the light the importance of uh the temperature and the tracking of the projects. Well, it's certainly talked about when things fail. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. let's talk about just preventing the failures, right? right. Pre prevent yourself from putting down flooring yeah. outside the requirements yeah. of the flooring. And you guys help with that in a very economic um, and efficient way. So that's right. Yeah. What, just on that point, um, we do have a report 
um, that you can generate that is really a submittal document. So it gets the, you know, once you connect the products that you're going to work with in the software, you can, you can generate a one pager that you can easily send off to the owner of the GC about what the manufacturer's specs are for each of the products that you're going to install. So that can start the conversation early about the type of conditions that you need. And it doesn't make the contractor look like they're being difficult. It's like, here are the yeah. parameters specified by the manufacturer so that everybody gets the warranty that, you know, essentially the owner is looking for. So, so yeah. essentially they can stop blaming us installers for yeah. being too picky. That's right. And you have a document yeah, that's saying this point. is what's required. Like, yep. it's, it's not me saying Correct. it. It's the manufacturer saying that this is what's required. Yeah, yeah oftentimes it gets blamed on uh, any number of things when it comes uh, down to it. But it, like they think we just don't have the manpower or you just don't have you just don't want to, you know, come to the job site for for some other reason. No, yeah. man, like these yeah. we I've been through failures. They are very, very costly and it always costs the flooring contractor first. I have. Just your time, even it, even yeah. if it's a manufacturer's uh, defect or something, who pays for it out of the gate? Like I'm not going to let my client right. just sit with curled LBT yeah. for six right. months, well, right? Until the claim gets figured out, right? right. We're going to cover it and then fight the manufacturer. So, yeah. like, just cover yourself on the front side, yep. and uh, floor clouds are a great way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of training is needed from a, um, you know, for a company? Like, how long does it take to implement uh, Floor Cloud into a company? That's a great question. So um, we designed it to be super simple. So literally our training takes place in 15 minutes or less. We love super simple. Is this yeah. a plug and play? <laughs> it is as simple as download the app and you guys have, here's the sensor, right? But once, <laughs> the, once these come in, there's a QR code on the front. So you download the app, essentially charge that, and then you scan the QR code on the front and it's activated, and it's basically recording data and populating that data on your phone, desktop, tablet within 30 minutes. And how long does the battery last on this? Three-month battery life. Um, you can leave it plugged in with a cord indefinitely, and then you can recharge it within like two hours back to 100%. Really? So That's good. So yeah. plugging with a cord, can you hardwire it in? Yeah, uh, so you, just, you just said you can leave it plugged in. You can leave it plugged in. So, so um, I mean, you're thing, not going to wire it into the... To the building systems there. I guess you know if you really want to cover you're yourself. An electrician, or, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to touch on one thing, Paul, when you mentioned about you know showing up and pushing back when the site's ready. So one of the most common uses is um, the, the contractors will put these on the site like a couple weeks or a month in advance, and then you're getting the readings yourself on. Um, really the readiness of that property. So that, that's know, where I see the best value. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go set that thing when I'm supposed to start. I want right. I want to go set this thing a month ahead of time. Right. I mean, we're doing a huge hospital in Western Kansas, and it's going to be, you know, it's latter part of this year, maybe even first quarter of next year before we start, but it's four hours away. Yeah. I want to set this thing in there, you know, a month beforehand right. or two months beforehand and monitor it myself and let the G right. I mean and what how much more professional you look when you tell the G C like we're only four weeks out yeah. and it looks like you're far outside the deal. Yeah. You know, you probably yeah. need to be really to focused that on, yeah. on like yeah. the HVAC needs on it's we need ready. to get the building closed up. You know, you got a month of time. You become a resource or an, a, 
that an that's asset right. to the to your GC in those because they don't have this. Not, I mean, they can they They're could have it, but I'm just saying. But, but chances you know, are you're going to be the chances are you're going to be on a job site that your 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 GC guy. doesn't have it, and you can provide a great service. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I look at. It. That's where I thought that the yep. outside the value of like monitoring and, and protecting yourself from failures, yep. just not sending five guys or eight guys four hours away just to turn around and come back yep. because it ain't ready. Well, you can have those conversations early too. It makes the conversation so much easier because yeah. it's not an installer or a company yeah. making recommendations or shoving the process down someone's throat or just being uh, prima donna. It's these right. are the facts, guys. You have the same information that I have. That's right. Um, let's have a conversation so we can fix this before it becomes an issue. So on that point of having the same data, we have some clients that put their general contractor on the system, so essentially they're seeing that data. So if you have a good relationship with some GCs, which a lot of you guys basically have your kind of core mm -hmm. GCs, you put them on the projects. It's another way to get super tight with them. They get the same data you do, and it just kind of brings it all I together. I mean, that actually adds more value to them as well. I yeah. mean, they, you're, oh, you're, you're, sure. pro you're providing them with something that they didn't have before. Exactly. So you're protecting yourself. You're providing a, a benefit for them. It's a win-win situation. Well, yeah, Floor Cloud's got you covered when it comes to, uh, you know, site conditions go has got you covered when it comes to like video on site you know once your crew does get there shoot a link video with them walk the job site then you got two reports you got a report that's going to tell you the site conditions yep. and then you got a report that that, that downloads out of go career that'll give you the actual video and uh you Perfect. know the visual sounds, feed sounds proving like that everything's out of there. Yeah, right there. yeah. <laughs> that's good. So you get them both, and, and you got your job sites covered, bro. Hey, you're totally covered. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Scott, we, we definitely appreciate you. We're kind of getting kicked out of the podcast booth right Psych now, though. <laughs> Dude, I'm glad you got on. Yeah, I, we, we were running me. a little bit behind. I'm glad you got on here. Four Cloud's a great, uh, great service to our industry. I'm glad you guys came up with it. I'm a little jealous. And uh, <laughs> But that being said, congrats for all the success. I see you guys out there a lot. And uh, you got to be doing something right when you're walking up on the big LED and floor clouds on there, baby. Right? <laughs> Made me smile. Thanks, Scott, thanks for coming, thanks, buddy. Thanks, yeah, Scott. thanks. Really man. appreciate it. And uh, look forward to more success for you. Let, let us know what we can do for you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Scott. Awesome. Hey, guys. Thanks for, for joining us. This was a, a long podcast today, even though we were late. And uh, <laughs> make sure you're, you're liking and subscribing and giving us some, some feedback. We'd love to, to hear anything that you got to say. Yeah, like... Um, we, we presented a bunch of stuff today. We would love to know how you feel about each item. I mean, get on there, tell us about floor cloud, tell us about what you think our approach uh, with training and, and how we can better uh, not only the situation from a labor standpoint, but how can we work together with the industry just even deeper. Right, we to, got, we got one of your installers on here. He said, uh, Derek McDaniel, he said that good he man. He was uh, glad to be able to watch us live, and he loved the content, you know, and he really loves seeing the younger people getting involved, and so do we. So we can't wait to, to keep the conversation going and have some more younger guys on here. Shout out to Derek. He's a stud. Looks like they're getting their security's getting their teams. Okay, we're, so, um, we got to go before yeah, we get just, handcuffed. Uh, just uh, hopefully a, a takeaway for this for anybody watching who isn't in the flooring industry or just starting or who wants to advance a career is uh, basically my takeaway is that we uh, – there's a lot of different opportunities. It's not just in installation. There's a lot of different opportunities in this industry. So check into it, man. Give it a chance. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see We're you out ready, Bert. We'll see you tomorrow morning for the Installer of the Year competition. Amen, baby. 
Yeah. Let's go Thanks. cruise school.